Welcome to Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Cyber and the Antioch Movement. Whether this is your first time with us or you've been with us for a while now, our desire is that by the end of our time together, you can say that you've fallen more in love with Jesus and have a greater passion for Him and His purposes in the earth. Thanks so much for joining us. And we hope that you enjoy today's episode. Well, hey, welcome back to Passion and Purpose Podcast. I've actually been off for about six weeks, so I'm so excited today to have Betsy Carnes with me. Thank you. And you guys are going to get to know her today, and I'm thrilled for you for that. Uh, but I also just would say um, the reason I initiate with Betsy is because Betsy houses this whole thought of, hey, what does all of life look like for Jesus? Yeah. And I've always seen that in you and your family, and we'll talk a little bit about that. But I think that most people are listening. We tend to segment our lives. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to now I go on the mission trip for Jesus, or now I'm going to be a mom for Jesus, or now I'm going to be a businesswoman for Jesus, or now I'm going to do this. And we tend to compartmentalize instead yeah. of to integrate the journey. So you're going to help us today to figure out how to live for Jesus in in, in all our areas of life. Uh, But hey, first of all, Betsy, just give us a little context of who you are, your husband, how you guys came to Jesus, how we all got connected, and you just go for it. All right. Thank you so much for having me on (laughs) here. And I think what to sum up who I am. I can say, when you invited me, I told David, I was like, I'm not really sure why he wants to have me on the podcast. Not in a false humility way, but sure. but truly, I feel like I'm, I'm an average person who just loves Jesus. Mm. But I guess there's something to that. Because yes. the world needs the masses to just yes. love Jesus wholeheartedly. And mm. I, I can say that yeah. with with authenticity yes. of myself and my mm. family and mm. but it's because he first loved us so yes. i'll start at that point beautiful and when i was 16 years old i came to know jesus mm. a friend's mother invited me and i had never heard the gospel mm. truly presented in a way that that showed me the father heart of God. And I had grown up in an amazing home. I have great parents, but we never went to church and I didn't know. And I'd gleaned pieces through my youth of friends who had gone to a Catholic church or whatnot. But I heard for the first time sitting in the last row, the gospel. And it was one of those moments where my heart was beating out of my chest mm. and I'm sweating. And the pastor says, you know, raise your hand if you wow. want to know Jesus. Mm. I did not raise my hand. Hey. I was 16 <laughs> sure. and I was like, I don't know Fair what enough. this means. What's going to happen after <laughs> I raise my hand? I, mm. I didn't know that. So yes. I'd, I'd never experienced anything like this. And I genuinely asked the Lord into my heart and mm. then began driving myself to the youth group because I was hungry for more. And I a youth helper um, started mentoring me. She gave Mm. me a DVD with worship music. And I remember taking it home and lighting candles in my room and like, okay, I don't (laughs) know what this means, but like putting the DVD in and and meeting God. And I I had no uh, experience with that before. Mm. But Jesus became my best friend. Wow. And I actually lost a lot of friends in high school because I was very different before Jesus to how mm. he changed my desires so dramatically mm. in high school. Well, let, let me let me just make a point. I'm just struck again. So you're a 16-year-old kid. Mm-hmm. Somebody's, was it the mom or the, or the friend that invited you to the yes. church? Yes. 
Yeah, so a friend's mom. Yeah, friend's mom. So I often think a lot of times we think, hey, how do I share the gospel, or how? Do, just invite somebody, right? Yes. To church because you never know right. there is a Betsy Carnes out there. Right, there, that is, and God does the work anyway. Exactly. Yeah, I love that. Okay. Yeah. So before and after, so big change. Big change. So yeah. that big change led you to Waco, Texas. How did that how big did that change <laughs> led me to? Well, then I asked God, where do you, where do I go to college? And I actually thought, I want to go to a Christian university because okay. I want, I want to be with other Christians. Okay. I, 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 I want that experience. I want that community and that thing I have in common mm-hmm. um, and my parents had asked that I apply to the University of Michigan and so of course, I applied you're from, from there yes, yes. and um, but I didn't really want to go but I remember one night I just was praying and in my room and I just it wasn't an audible voice but it was the voice of God and I mm. just heard Michigan and I knew I'm supposed to go there. I get okay. up, I go tell my mom, mom, I'm going to Michigan. And of course, my parents are thrilled because it's an hour course, away. Sure, yeah. And I go there, not a Christian university. Yes. And I just am growing and growing. And mm. God is discipling me. And mm. I find a great church community mm. there. I meet David. We actually met on a mission trip to Reynosa, Mexico. Okay, and I didn't know that. Yeah, That's, and yeah. and we we were part of it. It was a big church, and yeah, so sure. we didn't always know everybody or meet everyone. Right. And we met on that trip and came back and were friends, and then the rest was history. Fell the in rest love. was history. Yes. So I knew you'd gone to Michigan for a while. Mm-hmm. So how did so you and David mm-hmm. met? Of course, he was. So a, he was on track to go to law school. Okay, but family that you know invited us come to this conference called world mandate it's incredible Mm. and so his sister had invited his parents and then his sister she is a true evangelist of like come jump in the party of god and she said david you've got to come too Mm. and then i was dating david and his family invited me as well so we all come down to world mandate Mm -hmm. and david feels like god says you are to do the Antioch Training School at the time, what it was called. And he pushes his plans aside, comes and does it, and then comes back to Michigan. We get married. And at that point, a dear friend, Nate Bobbitt, invited us to come be a part of when the training schools separated from discipleship to church planting. And so we jumped in that hoping and and thinking we would go perhaps to a Spanish-speaking country to start church planting. And yeah. then, and then here we are, right? Yeah, we're still here. Though. So, so here, yeah. so just want to make a note. All right, so God changes your heart in high school. Mm-hmm. You guys uh, meet, grow at the University of Michigan. Mm-hmm. Then you come to a missions conference. So every door yeah. is kind of we open our hearts, and then God says yes. this, and then we do that. Mm-hmm. All right. So for you and David, all right. So you guys are all in, fully surrendered. God, what do you do? And yeah. God throws you a little bit of a curveball. It was a lot. Yes. So give us, but yes. Take us through that first yeah, response. I mean, it was initially, you know, it's hard. You think your life is going in one direction and God mm. changes it and mm. you don't know what's on the other side of that. And mm. you really just have to walk by faith and trust that the Father heart of God, again, mm. He had mm. taken care of me. I was like, He will continue to take care mm. of me. I had just known Jesus as my best friend right. and and He was there and said, I'm with you. Mm. And so we just trusted and we came and we we just 
believed that God had good for us. Mm-hmm. He would not lead us astray. He mm-hmm. would not lead us into difficulty right. or something that we're like, oh, we should have made another decision. Sure. His plans are always sure. good. So what did you guys do? So we, um, during the year of the church planning school, we kept praying and asking God, Lord, what country? And nothing was coming to mind, which mm-hmm. is unusual yeah, for that course, circumstance. Sure. But God, in his sovereignty, um, aligned us with some like-hearted people in this church who wanted to start a bilingual life group because mm-hmm. at that point there were no Spanish speakers really in community mm-hmm. in this right. church. Yeah. And as much as um, there are so many in our city, we as Antioch didn't really have much sure. to offer them at that time right. in their language. Right. And so that year we began the first bilingual life group mm-hmm. with Kevin and Stacy Johnson. Mm-hmm. And then that's a little challenging. Sure. And so we decided, okay, I think it's best if we do one just in Spanish. Right. And then that is where we said, mm-hmm. you know what? There is a need here. Yes. We're just going to meet that need mm-hmm. and see what God has. And so that is like a theme of our life. See yes. a need, meet a need. Yes. And... Um, so I that, think I've learned that from you. <laughs> oh, learned yeah. from Jesus. There That's you go. Right. Yes, but, but I think I've heard you say that before. But you guys, so that was twenty years ago, actually, right? Yeah, fifteen years ago. Fifteen years ago. Yeah. So the, but I want to say this to everybody listening: the faithfulness of David and Betsy to stay with that word, to pray mm. for, contend for facilitate, lay their lives down mm. for the Spanish-speaking community of yeah. Waco is. Um, it's it's just um, without it, a part of who we are isn't present, right? And you guys have contended mm-hmm. uh, for what uh, God wants us to be, and we've got a long way to go. But without you guys um, laying your lives down, that path isn't laid. And I, and I would just say that to anybody: when God speaks, it matters. Yeah. It not just matters to the individual; it matters oh, to the community sure. you're a mm-hmm. part of. It matters to the loss that you're a part of. Yeah. And um, and you guys have done that over and Thank over you. again. Yeah. So I want to I want to ask a couple more questions. So all right, okay. So 15 years ago, you guys are off and, and running here, and then David's saying, "Hey, what do I do work wise?" You're saying, right. "What do I do work wise?" How do we stay missional yes. in our call? And then mm-hmm. how does work come into play? Right. Yeah. So at that time, David was when he came down here. He's like, "I want to work with." I want to work with Hispanics. I love yeah. these people. And mm-hmm. I, he's like, I want to work hard. I, and if I'm going to work with them, I'm going to work side by side, shoulder mm-hmm. to shoulder. So he jumped in landscaping. And then mm-hmm. the opportunity came for him to purchase a landscaping mm-hmm. company. And mm-hmm. he was like, yes, I want to create a culture for Hispanic men where they come to work. They have work. And it's a kingdom culture and disciple mm-hmm. through that. Mm-hmm. And that has was his heart initially. Mm-hmm. And, and then I I was a teacher in Waco ISD for mm. four years. Wow. And just, Which is our kind of inner city yeah, schools, so our, right? And so I yeah. just gave I gave it all in those mm-hmm. four years to yeah. those kids. And then meanwhile, God is multiplying the mm-hmm. life groups right. in the yes. Spanish-speaking community, and, right. and it's growing. Wow. So um, what I want to do is I want to wrap up this segment, and I want to follow up with another segment because – I want to fast forward us to what's going on today. But let me just, uh, Betsy, let me ask you, when you talk to uh, moms, people that are your stage of life, people that are wrestling through, how do I hear God's voice, mm-hmm. God's assignment for my life, what would you what would you say are kind of the key issues mm-hmm. to staying on track 
personally through all the changes of life so that that assignment and that clarity of response is always there yes that's such a great question and i i feel so passionate about that answer so <laughs> good come on um because i see so many women it's so easy to compare. It's so mm. easy to see the highlight reel mm-hmm. on Instagram and mm-hmm. Facebook. And mm-hmm. it's it's easy to compare yourself as a mother and mm-hmm. what we're mm-hmm. doing with our children or for our children. And then to be a businesswoman or to be this, it's mm-hmm. like we feel like you have to be everything right. all at once. And mm-hmm. that's just not the heart of God. He doesn't mm-hmm. slam us with everything mm-hmm. all at once. And he has seasons for those. And I've done multiple things at times, but not right. everything all at once. And sure. I think it comes back to just being resolved in who I'm made to be mm-hmm. and who God is. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when you have that that peace with God and you're trusting mm-hmm. that the gifts and what he's put inside mm-hmm. of you mm-hmm. every day and you're hearing from him, you're going to get the resolve and the vision for the assignment that yeah. he has for that season. Right. And then when you when you hear it, when you get it, it's not in an unhealthy way, put blinders on, but I've kind of explained this. I'm like, but I, ha- I have to kind of put some blinders on sure. and say, this is what God has called me to. And so to fast forward, I'm, yeah. one of my assignments now is homeschooling. Yes, And I, I have to just put my blinders on mm. and say, Yes, I could be doing this, and sometimes I grieve the loss of that, but God has given me a beautiful assignment, whatever it is for anyone else. But for me, it's this right now, and I'm going to give my best. Mm. I'm going to pray, and I'm going to get vision Mm. from God, and I'm going to disciple these Mm. beautiful people that God's entrusted me with. And, and in that process, when you are in the Lord asking for vision and asking for wisdom, and this is my word for right now and from Daniel 2, mm. he gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. Mm. And I find that no matter what I'm doing, every day is not always glorious homeschooling mm. my kids. <laughs> but having God speak to me and give me wisdom and knowledge for that moment, I am lit up mm. about... God partnering with me. I'm like, yes, he's giving me keys to unlock the trouble in math. Or he's giving me this moment and saying, whoa, 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 you need to stop and win their heart before you try to give instruction. And it's homeschooling, you know, to some that's like no big deal. It's not, you know, building a huge business, but it's it matters. Mm. It comes back to that every assignment matters and and he gives wisdom and he mm. gives knowledge. And when you partner with that and mm. get that from God, it doesn't matter what you're doing. It lights you up and his mm. passions come through you come in on. that assignment. So She's lit up. If you I'm can't lit up. feel this on the <laughs> podcast, I can tell you it's for real. Now, what's interesting though, uh, people listening are saying, okay, so it's homeschooling for Jesus. But you guys have engaged the foster care system yes. and the challenges going on with Hispanics here yes. in Texas. And you're very engaged with Hispanics here in our community still. And you mm-hmm. guys um, are um, a part of helping us oversee what our work down, you know, Central America, mm-hmm. South America, and all that God's about to do. So, yes, you're clear with your passion yes. assignment, but God. Uh, has never pulled you away from your heart and uh, the leadership and involvement with the Hispanic community. So what I want to do is I want to wrap up today and I want to come right back and uh, part two, talk to us about God's heart for what's happening among uh, kids, migrant kids, Mm -hmm. the the challenges that are going on, and what are some of the things that people are doing to solve that problem by partnering together? That would be great. 
Alrighty. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Seibert and the Antioch Movement. For more information, please visit jimmycybert.com and antioch.org. We'll see you next time. Thank you.